I'm Luca Doncic and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. This is gonna be huge. Yeah. 360 in the contract. Never that. I just take the contact. I bring it back. I'm running on the fast break behind the back. Yeah, this that, this that, this that. Jerk with the back. Oh, welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member at MavsMoneyBall.com, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Nick, do you have a favorite Christmas song? Oh, my gosh. Do you, do you like Christmas music? Um, s- Sparingly. And only after Thanksgiving, but sparingly. Okay, okay. So no before Thanksgiving. Yep, absolutely not. I listened to it a little bit before Thanksgiving, but you monster with your with your medium well steaks. Dude, I am still getting tweets about that. <laughs> That's unbelievable. A food take, <laughs> a food take that people are uh, really coming. People at me. have feelings about their meat, man. One dude came at me and called me like a moron. Like, okay, like, that's too far. It's like, too far. Whoa, whoa, what's going on? Like, you just oh, have bad taste a, buds. This is a this is a steak <laughs> um, take right now. I, I also know. wonder. Everybody's taste buds are different. So how do you know what thing? Because some people just hate certain things. And you think, how can people... Like, some people hate chocolate. How do you hate chocolate? Yeah, yeah but there are some people that don't like chocolate. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. You know, people's taste buds are just so different. It's You can't even... It's like draft prospects. It's like you can't even compare them. They're just so different. They're so different. But different we still try to. It's so hard. How can you not like this prospect? How can you not like Jalen Brunson? Lots of people didn't like Jalen Brunson. Guess what? We love Jalen Brunson. I'm wait, I'm waiting for the tweets that say like which I have, I have no clue I need to look how many teams actually did have a first round pick like oh I'm using 29 because the Mavericks drafted Luca but I know I understand 29 other teams passed on Jalen Brunson ha <laughs> um, but it's not 29 because uh, not everybody had a first round draft pick so. also that draft is awesome so far <laughs> the, these players there's a lot of players have been used. A lot of players have played well in this draft. This has been a deep draft. Past two drafts. If you start looking down, I mean, I started looking through the guys right above Brunson. You're like, okay, which of these players is really going to, you know, these teams are going to be kicking themselves. Uh, Javon Carter with Memphis. He hasn't played an NBA I think game. he's been yet. hurt, yeah. You have Elliot Kobo, who is, you know, for Phoenix. But okay. how can we even assess him? Amari Spellman for Atlanta. Uh, Zanin Musa from uh, Brooklyn. Jacob Evans, the Warriors, Robert Williams, the Celtics, he's been playing really well lately. Landry Shamit's getting a lot of minutes with the Sixers. Mo Wagner just got back in the lineup from being injured with the Lakers. Anthony Simons, um, he has played like five games. I, I was going to say, I don't know how he's been doing. I, I didn't think he played at the beginning of the season. Aaron Holiday's been good for the Pacers. Uh, Chandler Hutchinson with the with the Bulls, that's a whole mess. <laughs> the, well, the Jazz well, with Grayson Allen. He's getting some run. Josh Akogi. He was in the G League the other day. Josh Akogi has been amazing. Uh, Kevin Herter, Lonnie Walker hasn't played. DiVincenzo's been getting some minutes. He's not been that great. Uh, Zaire Smith's been injured. Troy Brown. Michael Porter hasn't played. So you just Gosh, start. Troy Brown. I forgot. You start looking through all these guys and you're like, it's not terrible yet, but we'll give it two, two or three years and we'll be able to assess how bad it was. If, if these uh, guys keep not panning out. <laughs> 
Yeah, I love. I was texting Nick though. I said, "Man, I forgot all about Lonnie Walker." Like, I, yeah, I loved Lonnie Walker going into the draft, and I still love him. He's just been hurt and stuff, and I can't. I, I'm anxious to see what he turns into. You know, I was thinking the other day for the Warriors. You know, they took Jacob Evans, and he really doesn't like play that much. Like, think think of some of those guys that they could have drafted. Like, the Warriors could have Mitchell Robinson right now. He would be nice. Yeah, Mitchell for Robinson went uh, four spots, I think, behind Brunson. Three spots behind Brunson. He, he would like, be good for them. And Quinn Cook plays uh, very well for them. But man, Jalen Brunson on the Warriors, uh, they could. Uh, he would. Uh, he could get some minutes with them too. And which I don't want to think about that because we love JB. We love him, and we love him here, and we're excited to have him. Think he and Dennis are the two guards of the future, and we're excited that they're Mavericks. Uh, another home run, Jalen Brunson for Donnie Nelson. Swing better, better. Donnie Nelson's batting. He's batting pretty well so far. The Nerland situation didn't work out, but that wasn't really his fault. <laughs> uh, but he's been he's been making some good some good moves recently. Is Luca gonna be the the guy since Giannis the signature move that we're no well no no the guy that we look at and be like oh my gosh fourteen teams passed on Giannis this is crazy is Luca the next one in line of three teams passed on Luca this is crazy. Is yeah. there anybody in between that we look at? And yeah, because like, with the, with crazy. the Giannis thing, there's that built in there's that built in excuse of well, we only had this eighth grade footage of him, you know, this, this footage of him playing against what looked like eighth graders, this grainy yeah. footage. And you had to go all the way over the other side of the world. He was this mythical prospect, and Luca was right in front of everyone. <laughs> he was yeah. right, he was right there. He was right in front of. So it's it's almost like. It looks worse. I, he's for not. Luka he's not as Luka. good as is this guy. Obviously, I'm not saying this, but it's almost like the Michael Jordan thing. We're like, he was right there. <laughs> like Michael Jordan yeah. was really good, and then he came into the NBA and became, you know, what he became. But uh, and I it, don't think that John Drayton's going to be Hakeem. So, is there anyone in those like five years? I'm I'm drawing a blank that like we that people are saying right now. Oh my gosh, five teams passed on this guy. Whoever it was, Draymond. Like, Draymond's a big one. A whole bunch of teams passed on. Since, but no, he was in the league before Giannis. I was just trying to think of Damian Luka. Lillard. He was sixth. He was probably before Giannis too. Giannis was what 2013. Yeah, that uh, weird 2013 like draft. That. So pretty much five years. Anybody in that five year gap uh, that we look at and be like, that's crazy. Because I, I wouldn't even say that about Tatum right now. I mean, they trade. Yeah, it looks it, bad. Still, but like, yeah, the word's still out on him. Yeah, but. Yeah, Luca takes that new mantle of, wow, three teams passed on him, and one of those teams uh, comes to Dallas tonight. One of those teams is the Atlanta Hawks, and Isaac, Dirk is listed as questionable for the game. He's been upgraded to questionable instead of just straight up out. So there's a chance, and you might know this by the time you're listening, even though the Mavericks don't have a shoot-around on Wednesday, so you're not going to hear it until later in the day when they do uh, do their warm-ups, but Dirk may play against the Hawks Wednesday night. There is a possibility of that, and that is crazy to think about. Um, you know, shoot the the whole shoot-around idea, you know, for the past multiple years and years on, <laughs> years on that, teams will normally show up to the arena that they're going to play in that night and have this morning shoot-around, run through uh, plays, get some shots up, um, all this stuff. It's not like a hardcore practice, anything like that. It's just like a shoot around. And 
This ab- season. Aptly named. <laughs> yes. Um, this season, the Mavericks have kind of uh, punted that uh, idea of a shoot-around uh, because uh, those are like no more for them. And uh, th- they haven't been doing shoot-arounds uh, the entire season. Uh, I don't think it's in the plans to bring them back. So uh, pretty much we get um, media emails and says <laughs> pretty much every, uh, before every game day saying they will not have a shoot-around tomorrow. And a lot of teams, actually, a lot of teams have been following suit with that. Like a lot of teams haven't been having their own shoot-arounds, but the Hawks are actually having one tomorrow, but or today. But yeah, so we won't know anything uh, at those shoot-arounds. You talk to players, talk to coach, you know, uh, talk to coach again, and uh, you get kind of the entry updates, you know, whatever it is. So now we have to wait until uh, right before the game. It might leak before. You never know, but. Yeah, the possibility that Dirk Nowitzki makes his uh, season debut tonight, it's cr- it would be crazy. Uh, the fans would absolutely go bazonkers, Nick. <laughs> they would go bazonkers. And so, since Dirk is questionable now, he's been upgraded as questionable, it's, it's within, the, within the realm of possibilities that he will play on Wednesday. Isaac and I have decided today we're going to talk about Dirk coming back in the lineup, how he fits in the rotation, and everything with the Dirk return. So, when we come back, Isaac and I will discuss... Whose minutes are going to drop with Dirk returning to the lineup? All right, Isaac. So now that Dirk could return tonight, let's say he does return tonight. Let's hypothetically, you know, assume that he is returning tonight. Who, so the rotation has kind of gone up like this. You know, DeAndre Jordan starts at center. You know, whoever you think is the four, Barnes or Luca, probably more so Barnes plays the four. And then uh, DeAndre will come out. Harrison Barnes will come out kind of at the same time, depending on how many pl- players are available. If there's, you know, if Maxi is out, then Harrison Barnes will play the whole first quarter. But if not, then, you know, some form of, of Dwight and Maxi in some order will come in and replace both of those guys. Towards the end of the first quarter, they'll play through the second quarter. And then, uh, the starters will come back in to end the first half and then so on and so forth. Where does Dirk fit into this? Because it seems like Maxie and Dwight have had this awesome thing going where they're just, they're playing so well together. They complement each other so well. And it's really been this whole season since the beginning of the season, they've played really well, despite some of the starters shortcomings. And um, now they've been a lot better as of late, but th- that duo has been really good this whole season when they've played together. Do they break that up? Who gets the who gets the bench? Yeah, well, I mean, first off, Dirk just coming off the bench is something that we have uh, already accustomed our mind to. That right, it this are, is going yeah. to happen, and we've talked about on the pod that hey, this is uh, you know this is the route they're going to go, and so forth. So that in itself is going to be crazy uh, when he does come back as tight or you know, soon. How they keep him warm? Is he going to be on a bike over you near know, the tunnel? How? Uh, just everything that whole pregame routine you're gonna hear you're gonna see stories about it coming out what that routine looks like uh, it's gonna come out as soon as the the first game is under his belt and all that stuff but yeah I mean he definitely is going to I would even if I had to guess with it, Rick Carlisle so specific with his minutes and when players come out and um, when they go back in, just different units and playing together. We, we've we talked about a lot, the J.J. Barea, Dennis Smith, and how he doesn't like them playing together. And yeah. uh, he's so particular about that and just uh, these certain minute marks. And, but with Dirk, I, if I had to take a shot at it and take a guess of how they would ease him back in, I think they would bring the second unit um, 
uh, still in together. But I think you know, if I had to pick one, it's I'm going to pick Maxi that he takes minutes from. And it is strictly because of the roles that Carlisle has and that we've talked about on this pod, but it was in Charks' piece on The Ringer about how Rick Carlisle has these defined roles for everyone. And DeAndre Jordan at the five spot has this defined role as this rim running athletic center, plays above the rim, rebounds, you know, all that stuff. And Dwight Powell um, fills in for DeAndre in that second unit and plays the exact same type of role. So if you put somebody, this is why kind of Maxi hasn't played the five because he spent uh, the whole summer re- revamping his shot and playing the four. They love him at the four and all that stuff. So if you look at those roles and how the roles are defined in that second unit, then I think it's kind of a natural swap out from what they ask of Maxi. Not defensively, we know that, but like what they ask of Maxi of spreading the floor and being able to hit that outside shot, they would plug Dirk in there. Dwight still gives them the the defensive flexibility of Dwight would take the the smaller, you know, big, you know, whether it's a four or five in the, in the opposing team's second unit, and Dirk would take the five. But if you Offensively, it would be you know swapped. I think so. If I had to choose, I think he takes minutes from Maxi. Yeah, and we saw we saw Dirk and Dwight work so well together last year. That lineup was just awesome with with JJ and Devin and, and him. So maybe they tried it to keep that going. Do you see? Would you could you see a scenario where they rotate Maxi and Dwight? <laughs> you know where? Yeah. And Dirk's not going to get all. He's not going to get all these minutes. He's not going to get the same amount of minutes. He's not going to completely replace Maxi. I don't think. Um, no, I think it's gonna be a it's gonna be a time f- for experiments for for Rick Carlisle. I think you're gonna see uh, him take some minutes from Maxi, see how that plays. I think you're gonna see him uh, swap out for Dwight and see how that plays. I think you might see him uh, replace DeAndre. Yeah, and see this this stretch. You know what what does it look like with the starters when you have a guy like Dirk. Um, stretching the floor and all five guys can hit a three. What does that look like? Uh, I I just, I think you're going to see Dirk with all kinds of different lineups and uh, they'll just, they'll play around with it. And you know, they've been doing it in practice and uh, they just want to see what it looks like. And it's a luxury that you, you know, you love to have. And we've said it a thousand times, but whatever Dirk gives that we're so gracious for it. So, uh, but I am anxious to see, uh, we want to see him and Luca on the court together. That's going to be a cool moment. Um, the first moments they have together and, and assist and Swatler and Son, a trailer, Luca hitting Dirk for a trailing three or a, it's just the pictures that will come up. Can you imagine them celebrating together and just the pictures well, that people well, Luca did get, the three hands. The other thing where he puts his first two fingers and the thumb up with both yes. hands. So they've already done that. Can you imagine there's, there's going to be a shot of Luca yep. hitting a three and both of them walking away with the threes up and it's <laughs> Or like them walking off the court together, and like Dirk has his hand like on his head, like talking down to him. Yeah, like that's the that's the picture. And the crazy thing is, we've talked about it a lot. Luca is aware his awareness of these moments, of the highlights, of everything. You know he's going to be trying to. I can, you can just see it right now. You know Luca's going to be trying to hit Dirk for the for the trailing three, just to have that play or to be searching for him to get that fadeaway shot. And, it, and Luca's going to be all about it. You think and he's going to try to throw him an oop? Oh gosh, <laughs> Dirk just points at him and just shakes his head or something. Oh man, it's gonna be funny. So right now, as the minutes stand, okay, who do you think is averaging more minutes, Maxi or Dwight? Um, I'll say Dwight. 
Maxi right now currently at 18.5 and Dwight at 16.7. So Maxi almost averaging two more minutes than Dwight. They they've both played exactly 22 games according to Basketball Reference. DeAndre is at 31.3. That's kind of your your three bigs uh, as far as minutes goes right now. And then you have Dorian and, and Harrison who both played a lot of four. Uh, I don't think their minutes will be affected by Dirk at all. No, they just can no. play in different positions, and so you're starting to. See, so I, I would imagine DeAndre's minutes go down a little. I would think he, he but it's hard to imagine him falling like sub thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would say maybe a tad. I wouldn't say a ton because they just need his rebounding so bad. Um, when you look at Dirk's minutes over the past couple of years. You know, he made the All-Star team in 2014-15. He was 36 years old. He averaged 29 minutes a game. Uh, the three seasons after that, 15-16, he averaged 31. So he actually went up a couple minutes. And since then, he's went down. So 2016-17, he went down to 26. 2017-18, last year, he went down to 24. So when he's back healthy, rolling, everything's going good, um, where do you think he he hovers at, man? Because that right because right now, if you're saying he's he's playing right now, I'm gonna say he plays like 12 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> you know, right right where he is right now. But last year he played 24 minutes a game. Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah. 77 games for Dirk last year, which is absolutely incredible. That's that's at 39 years old. That's amazing. I'm thinking he's gonna land around the 16 mark, like where Dwight Powell is. Okay, but yeah. they gotta they gotta carve out all those minutes. It's it's wild to to think these guys have been so efficient and they've been so good, and now they're gonna start losing some minutes just because a uh, a legend is coming back. Yeah, no it, fault I think, of their own. I think it'll be something to where Dirk will. Uh, I think he would get the majority of his minutes maybe in like a um, you know early in the game. I think you could very well see Dirk like not play fourth quarters, something like that. Yeah, or, and he's probably know. not going to play back to backs. Oh no, at yeah, least yeah. to start. Uh, he definitely won't be playing in Phoenix probably if he plays. Uh, yeah, um, against uh, the Hawks on Wednesday night. So. But yeah, I think they. I think you could see him be used. Uh, we, I think we talked about this over the summer, but be used kind of like in a closer situation to where you know if it's the end of the game, uh, last possession, you need a three. I could see him putting him out there uh, either as a decoy or I mean he is the world's greatest decoy. <laughs> if that's the case, you just need somebody to stretch the floor. And if they if the defender leaves him, there's nobody else uh, in the history of your franchise that you would rather take a shot. <laughs> yeah, so, that's some uh, gravity right there. Yeah, can you imagine end of the game, Mavericks last possession, they're taking the ball out. There's 20 seconds on the clock. They're down by three. They need a shot. And what lineup should they roll out? Wow. Okay, so it has to include Dirk, right? Yes. We're just we're assume, we're under the assumption if we're putting Dirk in there, Lucas got to be in there, Harrison's got to be in there. Um, I say Wes is in there too. And Dennis. Yeah. That's who, Dennis that's has who to I, think. Be. I think Dennis has to be in there too. I think you, yeah, I think you have to roll out Dennis and Luca. You have to roll out Harrison and Wes. And I think you just swap out DeAndre for, um, yeah, DeAndre for Dirk. Unless you, man, with 20 seconds, maybe you want somebody that can rebound in there though. Well, yeah, maybe. I think you just hold, you know, you wait for it and wait for that last shot and spread it out. And I mean, there's like the, well, yeah. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> so we think Maxi's minutes are probably going to go down. Dwight's minutes will probably go down a little in, in DeAndre's. They'll, they'll all incrementally go down a little. Yeah. But Maxi's probably going to take the brunt of, unless they play the Wurzburg Sirs together. <laughs> play him to, what if they put Maxi at the three? That's happened before. <laughs> We've seen that happen. They take minutes away from Wes and like Harrison and instead put Maxi at the three and run Dodo at two and take minutes away from Devin and they run a second unit uh, unit of JJ, Dorian, Maxi, Dirk, and Dwight. <laughs> no, 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 no. JJ's out. Salah's in. Salah's in. <laughs> Dorian's run the, running point. We run the draft gaff 2.0. <laughs> the day ones will remember the draft gaff. Yes, they will. Um, okay, so let's take a break, and when we come back, there was something that happened in the NBA that was a big happening, apparently, and I don't understand why it was such a big deal. Isaac doesn't understand why it's such a big deal, and we'll talk about why it could affect the Mavericks coming up next. So, Dwayne's Wade has this last dance thing, one last dance thing going. And so so adorable, ain't it? It's not adorable. It's the most. It's the opposite of it because Paul Pierce got the treatment. You know, Draymond said, "You're not Kobe. They don't love you like that." Well, isn't that the same thing for Wade? Isn't that the exact same thing? He's on a, He's on a level above Paul Pierce, but it's kind of the same thing. He's not. Uh, I don't know. He's not LeBron. He's not Kobe. No, he's not. he's not at all. He has his own hashtag. Like it's his own hashtag. Like I thought it was a daddy daughter dance the other night in L.A. When it's like him and LeBron, they're like, "Oh, it's our last dance together." How cute! Like, what? What? I I, I just didn't like Sports Center. Like, okay, first off, the Lakers gave him a tribute video. What? Yeah, what is that? What has he, he's never even played there? Like, why are we treating Dwayne Wade like he's a top ten player of all time? Like, if Dwayne Wade's getting this, what are they gonna freaking do? Roll out a red carpet for Dirk if he ever says this is for sure it? Yeah. I mean, come on. Like, when did Dwayne Wade become like when did Wade and LeBron become the last matchup of Magic and Bird or something? Yeah. Like, <laughs> they've I never mean, even played. Just, a, they've never even played against each other in a playoff series. That's wild. Like I get the brotherhood, I get that. Yeah, I get yeah. that I get they're that like I get that it's special for them. Yes, and I get the personal and uh, yes, like there is Wade has won his three titles and cool that that that's yes that's great. But I mean, we're, I don't want to go down this whole like where is Wade in the top players of all time? But I mean, he definitely in my book ain't top thirty <laughs> all time. Yeah, probably not. He definitely ain't no top twenty. No, I don't know. I'd have, just, to, go, I'd have to go through. Yeah, the book yeah. Of I, I don't want to go down that whole route yeah, because. We, so this is how. But so we we both think that that's ridiculous. I didn't really even get wrapped up in it either. The you know LeBron and, and Wade. That's cool. I was surprised you didn't get wrapped up in this. This is I. You're no. I just LeBron don't care. Laker I just don't really care for Wade. I mean, I've I've liked Wade, I guess, throughout his career, but I've never really you know. Yeah, I never, never really cared that much about Wade. Chris Bosh, I care about more. I love Chris Bosh. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I like Chris Bosh, and but uh, yeah, the Wade stuff. And now, when I think of Wade, I think of a plethora of different things. But one of the the latest memories I think of is when he got pissed at me um, <laughs> two years ago when I wrote that story for when I was still at the Smoky Cube and a fan sided, 
and uh, I asked him straight up uh, about his free throws in the finals that year, and he got uh, pretty upset with me. And then LeBron came in. And he's he told he's LeBron, asking me about my free throws. He's asking me about free throws. <laughs> then he told LeBron, uh, "This is a longer story, so I'm not going to tell it." But this is when he they were both Le- playing for the Cavs, by the way. Yes, yes. When they're in that awesome short stint that they had together, and yeah, I was that like, really you know worked what? out. One last dance. That was the one last dance. Yeah, that <laughs> that was the one last dance. Yeah, he told LeBron what I was asking him about, and LeBron uh, didn't like it either. So. Uh, yeah, that's a well. LeBron a had many on. other things to worry about at that point. He like, okay, where am I going to live in L.A.? How am I going to keep this under wraps? Exactly, and he didn't. I, but... I I actually told that story to somebody the other day, and I said, yeah, my my you know my friend was in the the locker room, and he was sitting in LeBron's chair, and LeBron came in and goes up. <laughs> <laughs> yep. If y'all ever want to hear that story, uh, let us know. We'll maybe carve it out, and I'll tell the full story one podcast. But... <laughs> so. But this is how it could this this whole story, this whole dumb story, could affect the the Mavericks. The Mavericks play the Heat on February thirteenth. <laughs> We're assuming at this point Dirk Nowitzki is going to be back. Wade in this whole tour, and this I think this is cool. I think this part of it is cool. He's exchanging jerseys with one player on every single team. I think that's cool. That that's to, I'm totally fine with that. I like that players do that. I like that you know a guy like Josh Hart got you know Dwayne Wade's shoes signed in the other day he loves Wade he grew up you know admiring Wade he wears number three because of Dwayne Wade so like that that's cool for a young guy to be able to hmm. interact with the guy that he looked up at to uh growing up now when the Mavericks play them there's there's some history there there's some <coughs> history there yeah, yeah. and <laughs> does Wade try to switch jerseys with Dirk so this is what the Mavericks need to do. Okay. They, you have a plan for them. I do. I do. Because you know he's setting this up beforehand. He had one. Yes. He had one signed, like a dry one signed already to give to LeBron. Yes. This is what they need to do. They need to, the game ends. They need to pause everybody from going to the locker room. They say, we need to take this time. Uh, Your uh, Sean Heath, right? Is it Sean Heath? Yep. The PA announcer. He needs to say, hey, we're going to take this time to honor uh, Dwayne Wade for his accomplishments in the league. They're going to clear the court out. They're going to have Dirk walk to center court. And they're going to have this this uh, this little small child walk out on the court. They're going to have uh, Wade walk up there with Dirk at the half court. And he's like, hey, we have a package for you. And then he's going to open it up, and it's going to be a little dress. And Dirk's going to be like, hey, we're going to have your last dance right now because it's the daddy-daughter dance because I'm your freaking dad. And, like, I am, like, no, he's not going to, he's, no, he's not going to. Okay, I thought you were going to say they bring him to center court and they play a montage of all his flops throughout the, throughout the, the 2006 final. Fall down nine times, get up ten. <laughs> How about fall commercial. down 11 times and shouldn't have fallen down at all? <laughs> no, I'm like... No, no, I, I, you don't exchange jerseys with, I'm, I'm very curious if it's, you know, there's the personal history between him and Dirk and stuff, which Dirk doesn't, I mean, Dirk, he's so cool. We don't, I don't know how he feels about all that, but if it's not Dirk, who would it be? And if it is a younger guy on the team, um, <laughs> should we hold 2006 against them? You know? Yes. Should the fan base, uh, I could see some fans saying somebody needs to educate the young guys. Uh, Cause I could totally see Luca trying to do it. Uh, but I think Luca yeah, would Luca be or a, Dennis. I could see both of them. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I use Luca because of the LeBron thing and all that. But um, yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm so intrigued by that. Um, I, <laughs> JJ Barea could could do it. The only way I think it would be appropriate or it would be no, accepted no by way. it'd be accepted by fans is if they switch like Dirk and Wade switch jerseys. Dirk takes the jersey, crumples it up, coughs into it, and then blows his nose into it and throws it on the ground and walks Yes, away. that would be uh, ultimate. <laughs> or before the game, the Mavericks honor him with like a framed referee jersey, and Cuban walks out for it and walks out with it and says, we want to present this Dwayne Wade, and it's literally the ref jersey from The way of Wade. <laughs> or if they it's framed, like they framed the, the picture of them like coughing into their hands before the game. Yes, yes. And then next to it is a picture of Dirk like winning the title. Now, hey, the Mavericks have already had a live performance in which they said another team drafted. Uh, it's baffling that another team drafted another player over Luca. So uh, they're already uh, they already have a point for the shade mark. So they must they got to lean full into uh, Wade's last last dance hashtag last dance. <laughs> Take it up a level, guys. <laughs> Take it up. All right, so we're both against it. It'll be interesting to see. That's that's not until February thirteenth, but since this was a whole conversation, we thought we'd we talk about that. And since somebody tweeted us too and said, "Hey, who would it be?" and all yeah, this yeah. stuff, so we we're talking, we we're joking about it. And I guarantee you, somebody's going to tweet at us. The somebody will always pick apart our pods and try to find something, and they'll tweet at us and be like, "You're not respecting the legacy of Dwayne Wade. You're just not respecting him." He's I don't think the, I don't think anybody listening to this that's a Mavs fan. Maybe somebody that's not a Mavs fan because we do have non-Mavs fans that listen. That's true. But um, I don't think any Mavs fans are going to care about that. All right, let's take the last few minutes and let's discuss the Mavericks schedule, Isaac. The uh, Mavericks schedule is interesting coming up. So obviously Wednesday night, if you're listening to this on Wednesday tonight, at home versus the Atlanta Hawks. The Mavericks are currently... Oh, Trey Young, let's go! The Mavericks are currently very good at home. <laughs> um Extremely good at home. They're eleven and four at home, and they're twelve and four in their last fourteen games, like overall, home and road. So they've just been a very good team over this this stretch. I will say real quick for the Hawks: no Jeremy Lin, Miles Plumley, Alex Poitras, Torian Prince, or Amari Spellman. They're all out. Wow! Just letting y'all know that that's a list. <laughs> that is a list. Dennis is out, by the way. We uh, we do know that that Dennis yes. with his wrist is going to be out again. This is his fourth game in a row. He's going to be out. Maxi is probable. And Dirk is questionable. <laughs> We've got all of it. So we have we have the schedule coming up, and it's been a very home-friendly schedule, which the Mavericks have been very good at home. But this whole stretch, they've had the, the Clippers and the, the Blazers at home. Then they went on the road and got destroyed by the Pelicans. Uh, then the Rockets and the, the Magic at home, and then Atlanta at home. This has been this nice you know home schedule. And after this Atlanta game, it goes on the road, and it goes on the road for a while. They play uh, a back-to-back, so Thursday night they'll play at the Phoenix Suns, um, and they're kind of a mess right now, obviously, and um, so that should that should be a win for sure, but it's a back-to-back. It's a TNT game, by the way, um, it's a national, another national TV game. Uh, nice TNT. I wonder what Chuck's going to say about the Suns. I wonder what he's going to say about Luka. I mean, they're, gonna, they're just going to say glowing things, but... Then, uh, then they play Sacramento at home, so that's another home game. And then they go on this four-game road stretch. Real quick before the stretch, how fitting. The three teams in a row. Yes. The three teams that passed on Luka. Just great. Well, great. And this whole stretch, Orlando, with who we thought was we were going to get Bamba versus Luka, which we didn't get Bamba at all because he showed up late to something. 
and uh, then Trey Young, then Aiton, then we Bagley. Can't talk about Bamba. Back to back to back to back to back. It was uh, that's a that's a cool little stretch. So we're in that right now. Then December eighteenth. This is next Tuesday. They go on the road against Denver. The twentieth. Two days later, they go uh, on the road in L.A. Luke, <laughs> L.A. Luca gets to try to redeem himself <laughs> against the oh, Clippers. Lord. Then they play December twenty second at Golden State. And now Steph is back, and so the Warriors are not. I expect that to be a big loss. <laughs> Heck, Boogie might be back by then. Boogie could be back by then. He's been practicing with the Santa Cruz Warriors, their G League team, so that could be very interesting. And then they go uh, back-to-back then uh, at Portland. So that is a four-game Portland's stretch. reeling right now. <laughs> that is a four-game stretch that is difficult. Then that takes us to Christmas. So Christmas comes and goes. Then day after Christmas, they play home against New Orleans. Then they play at new orleans so those two games are gonna be tough because of what new orleans did to the mavericks before and what they will continue to do because i don't expect to make any big roster moves that will help them defend julius randall or (laughs) or anthony davis and then they play a home and home another back-to-back december 30th and then new year's eve uh, against the the thunder i mean that stretch right there that is that's what we're gonna that this stretch right here is where we're gonna see what the mavs are really made of i think yeah, they just, I mean, my, my main focus is they just got to win, win the games they're supposed to win. Like, these next Atlanta, three games. Atlanta, Phoenix, like, those, those two games are must-wins, I think. Yeah, and even Sacramento. I think they need to win. Like, that that um, that needs to be really big win, like, winnable games. That Sacramento game. Um, it's at home, um, so that's why we think it's more of a, of a win. Sacramento's yes, been good this year. but That Sacramento game will be fun. Hopefully, Dennis is back for then yeah. uh, to see Dennis versus Fox and I would really love to see that. Two of the fastest guards in the league. I really yeah. want to see that matchup. Yeah, I'd be intrigued to see that. And then uh, Bogdanovich versus Luka. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're buddies. and we, uh, I love Bogdanovich. So, yeah. So, this these next three games coming up for the Mavericks should be – they're very winnable games. And these two Atlanta Phoenix, are, I think, are must-win games. And two, two, two opponents that they lost uh, against earlier in the season. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, they might have some – Revenge tasting that they were down by twenty six against the Hawks and lost. And after the Magic game, Jeff Skin Wade interviewed Jalen Brunson, and he said that uh, you guys have the Hawks coming up next. And Jalen Brunson said, "Don't let the record fool you. This is a good team. It's a very good team." That is the most that is the most well spoken answer, <laughs> media answer ever. But no they got beat team. by them, so that it's coming from a place of we're not going to take this team for granted. I think I think that's yeah. where he's coming from with that. So. So, yeah, we just want to look at this next upcoming schedule. It's going to be tough. It's going to be fun, hopefully, because we're looking at the schedule and we're not saying automatic loss anymore. Yeah, that's Except the for the Warriors thing. because they have Steph back. That, that's a, this is how I, uh, my uh, mental approach to these games. When the, when the games you're supposed to win, and then when you go in against these top-heavy teams, like – it's at least understandable if you might not like win that game. You go into it like, ah, oh, this is gonna be a heck of a game, you know, a, a battle it out type of game, like the Houston game. Like if they lost that game, I would have half, you know, understood it. They just played a bad game. Houston has James Harden, Chris Paul. Like, um, it's the it's the Sacramento. I know they've been playing well, but still, it's the Sacramento's Phoenix of the world that you, you just can't afford those losses when you're making a, a run for the playoffs. And when you have this upcoming stretch, this road stretch, it's gonna be really difficult. So. Yeah, I mean they're not gonna they're gonna be gone um, forever. Um, myself, I'm gonna be gone. We're going out stay for uh, for Christmas, and then I'm going to Colorado for a week. And I'm like, I've been looking at it, and I'm like, I'm gonna be gone from Dallas for like two weeks, and I'm literally not missing a single game. 
game, uh, which is crazy because the Mavericks will be on the road the whole time too. So, yeah, the Mavericks wild. from December twentieth all the way through January fifth will play at home twice. That's wild. So this yeah. could be a, a stretch that we see what the Mavericks are made of. So, all right, there you go. That's the schedule. That's the uh, <laughs> that's the podcast today, guys. We really hope you enjoyed it, and thanks for listening to Locked On Maps. Peace out. Boom.